Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to Live Your Lux Life. I'm your host, Malia, and I am happy to have you here with me on my weekly show, sharing inspirational stories, motivating each other, and sharing great products and tools to help you live your best life. Tune in weekly and visit liveyourluxlife.com to follow us on social media and catch more news, stories, and reviews. If you would like to support the show, please consider becoming a premium member at premium.liveyourluxlife.com. Premium members always receive ad-free episodes, discounted merch, and participate in our Ask Me Anything community. This all helps to support the show and bringing you weekly content. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to another week's episode with Live Your Lux Life. My name is Malia, and I want to thank you again. I'm always grateful that you're returning and continuing this journey with me as we continue to learn together, motivate each other, help to achieve our dreams and aspirations in life. This week, we have a very special guest. We have an entrepreneur that's going to share with us his journey, as well as some tips of what he learned to succeed to get to where he is in his life. And I just want to encourage you all that, you know, it just one step at a time, you can start your journey. And it doesn't mean that once you achieve step one, that you're not going to have another hurdle to get to step two. But the whole point is, is don't stop pushing through. Don't stop working hard for all the goals that you've set out in life. So just continue to remember that. And this kind of touches on, I have a quote this week, and this quote is by Elon Musk. Uh, The quote is, when something is important enough, you do it, even if the odds are not in your favor. I love that quote. No matter how hard things are, no matter how it seems that they're unattainable, 
you're going to, if it's that important to you, you're going to keep pushing, pushing through. You're going to keep pushing towards the goal. So if it's that important to you, and even if things are, you know, not in your favor, you're going to, you're going to still strive to get there, right? You're not going to give up. So just make sure that whatever goals and dreams that you set for yourself, that make sure it's something important to you. Don't choose a goal or dream that someone else gave you or that someone else thinks you would be good at or they want you to achieve it because maybe that's their dream. Maybe they missed out on their chance and they're trying to live vicariously through you. (laughs) You don't want to go through life trying to achieve someone else's dreams that they maybe they had them for themselves or maybe they feel like they know what's best for you. I still believe that only you know what's best for you. Only you know what's what's in your heart that continues to give you that passion and drive to keep going forward each and every day. Don't forget that. And if it's important to you and if every obstacle seems to just hold you back, there's always a way. There's always going to be someone that's going to reach out to help you. There's always going to be something that you're going to read that's going to motivate you, or you're going to find a course that's going to teach you how to get there. You don't have to know everything. There's courses out there. There's classes that you can take. There's always a way that you can figure out how to achieve the goals, how to get to step one, two, and three. So don't let anything hold you back. If it's something that's heavily on your heart, then keep pushing forward, figure it out, go to school, take a a class that's going to train you and, and the skills that you're going to need to, to get to that point. Don't let anything hold you back. So don't forget. So with that said, now I would like to introduce to you my special guest. He is a leader and champion in his own right. He broke records at Long Beach State on the track and field team in the triple and long jump. He's an eight-time NCAA West preliminary qualifier, an 11-time All-Big West performer, a three-time NCAA championship qualifier. In 2014 and 2016, he was the Big West triple jump champion, and in 2015, the Big West long jump champion. And in 2016, he was crowned Big West Men's Field Athlete of the Year. Now, I'm proud to introduce to you Willie Alexander. He's the owner of Skyview Canvas. He creates amazing canvas prints from some of the best views that you can find. Hi, Willie. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? Good, good. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to talk about your business, of course. And, you know, I would love for my listeners to hear some of your entrepreneurship tips, but I'm also excited to hear about your journey and how you got here. First, I I just wanted to kind of touch on, you know, how are you able to, you know, adapt from, you know, you had such a strong athletic background and being a star athlete, uh, you know, into transitioning into focusing on your career and what you're doing now? Yeah, it's a, it's definitely an interesting, an interesting journey when you hop into or hop from being a collegiate athlete to hopping into the real world. Um, I always talk about it with uh, old teammates, right? As we've gotten older, it's been some time. Um, it's definitely an interesting adjustment because you go from spending, you know, Monday through Friday, sometimes Monday through Saturday, Sunday traveling, like everything about your life being about this sport to ultimately nothing like it's gone. You know, it's a a very abrupt change, right? Like I remember the morning 
after very vividly when I was pretty much done with my eligibility and had decided that I didn't want to run and compete professionally. And I'll never forget those hours just laying there, not really knowing what life was going to be like slash what, you know, was next. (laughs) It felt pretty, pretty empty inside, right? Because it was this thing that was a part of me for so long. So it took, it definitely took some time to, to kind of figure out uh, where I wanted to go next. Uh, Luckily, I ended up getting a master's degree after I was done. Uh, So that kind of filled the void a little bit. But as far as like purpose and things like that, it definitely has taken a while to get to where I am at now slash hopefully where I'm headed. So. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think it was more emotionally difficult or just the transition, just a lifestyle change in general? Or just a combination of both? Uh, I think it was a combination of both. (laughs) I think a combination of both. I think on the lifestyle change, I'll tell people sometimes, (laughs) like I had a hard time, it's going to sound really weird, but I had a hard time figuring out when I should take showers. Yeah. Because (laughs) it seems so simple, right? It seems so simple, right? But it was always like my showers were prompted by a workout. Like it was either I was going to weights and then coming home, taking a shower where I was going to, you know, practice and coming home and showering. So I felt like really weird (laughs) energy with like trying to figure out like, oh, okay. So when is the like an appropriate time just to take a shower? And then I know. And and I think that's, that's so interesting that you say that because your whole life was caught up in a schedule. It was caught up in blocks of time and every block of time was for something specific. Mm -hmm. And then to go from no schedule at all, then you know, how do you put yourself back on, on your own personal track? Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it was definitely an adjustment and then emotionally, right. It was always like a, a goal, you know, things to accomplish by the end of the season distances. I wanted to jump times I wanted to run. And then it was kind of like, you know, with track and field is very transparent. Either you reach it or you don't. It's either it's this far or it's not either it's this fast or it's not. Um, So trying to gauge, you know, a professional, professional accomplishments was tougher because it wasn't so transparent as what I was used to. So is, and you found that, like you said, a lot of your peers experienced the same thing or, or was it half and half? Some had a different outlook than others. I think uh, some had a different outlook than others, but a majority of us still went through that shift. And I think it was just about how much time it took each person individually to kind of work through it if that makes sense but i think like everybody felt that that change even from a financial standpoint it was like oh they're not going to accidentally send me my scholarship money again you know what yeah. I mean? like that's not that's not that's not gonna happen it's done like the contract is over like it, it's over it's over yeah. <laughs> so so now you're uh, stuck basically fending for yourself right <laughs> yeah you're, so you're stuck fending for yourself uh luckily i had a job so it, it didn't uh, yeah, I, I wasn't I was able to pick up more hours and kind of go from there. But that's um, great. Definitely. We all kind of went through it and we all still kind of reminisce on it every once in a while, for sure. So Yeah. So so you went from that to so. You, so obviously you were, you know, strong, strong leader. Do you think that these skills really helped you to start your business? Yeah, I think they gave me the confidence to get there. I think it's about the time that it took me to realize it, though, right? Like athletes in general, it feels like after you're done, you're like, how do I, like, what skills do I have for the real world? What we don't tend to realize is that we're developing a lot of, I think they call them like um, soft skills, right? Yeah, like leadership, yeah. accountability, and things like that. Um, but it's hard to see it in a professional manner. 
Um, but anyway, developing yeah, the soft it's not, skills, not immediate gratification. Is, you yeah, know, like when immediate. you're on when you're on the track, mm-hmm. you know, you you do that, you compete, and then immediately you see the result, right? Exactly. Yeah, on, you immediately see it. You immediately yeah. see the the fruits of your labor. Whereas in the professional world, it takes a little time, a lot of the time. But yeah, definitely learning. You know, I feel like during my time as an athlete, I learned how to be a leader. I learned how to think on my feet, learned how to adjust to whatever current situation may be, whether it be traveling, whether it be, you know, our junior year, we didn't have a track. So we had to, you know, shuttle back and forth between another college's track and then, you know, sit in traffic for da 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 da. So those stuff of skills helped me get to giving me the courage to wanting to start this. Yeah. So when, when did you start your business exactly? I launched it only a few months ago. So December like six, I think. Oh, wow. Well, Um, that's pretty recent. And you've been, in my opinion, you've been super successful already. I mean, I've seen so many of your prints and they're, they're great quality. You have some really great, you know, amazing, amazing shots. So what motivated you or inspired you to create, you know, the, this product specifically? I was, you know, with the pandemic and everything, wanting to have something of my own. I was thinking about it for a long time. I was thinking about it for months and months and months, trying to figure out what exactly of mine something could be. And I wanted it to be, you know, what the goal is obviously is a business. So the goal is obviously to to generate revenue and things like that. But I also didn't want it to just be about the money. I wanted it to be about something that I enjoyed doing. And I bought uh, my first drone for my you know current my job uh that i have uh mm-hmm. to enhance our video content and things like that and then eventually i realized like oh actually just like flying it like i enjoy flying it i enjoy yeah. the video that i get from it i enjoy the photography that i get from it yeah. is there a way that i could use that and i didn't find it for a while and then eventually through reading um through uh shopify uh they have you know blogs and things like that so i was reading through like a top 50 stores blog or whatever. And anyway, through that, I learned to, I just signed up for it. And then I found different apps and I found an app that would uh, pretty much be like my print supplier. Right. Yeah. So I send them my images. I create my images in their, in their app and then they create the canvases for me. Oh, okay. Um, so we created like a, I realized it was a really low barrier to entry to do it. Right. Like I didn't have to buy a whole bunch of canvases up front. I just had to create the products and then Right. Start sharing it. So how did you learn to use, you know, for for people out there that may be thinking about doing something similar, maybe in a different industry, you know, how did you learn to even use the drone? I know you said you you just bought one just for your, you know, your current career and then fell in love with it. Did you have to take classes? You know, I didn't have to take classes. Um, definitely had to practice a lot because it's a very niche type of thing. It's interesting my I was talking to an old journalism professor of mine the other day, and apparently now they do have drone classes like in at my at Long Beach State. So I know That's there's awesome. curriculum out there, but for myself, a lot of self-taught, and then there's um, a lot of YouTube channels, YouTube University, right? Like you can learn anything <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, yeah. So a lot of uh, there's a few channels that I follow. One of them is called um, uh, Altitude University. And they, you know, go through a lot of tutorials and how to get different shots and, you know, and things like that. So just watching and yeah. trying to learn and execute the next time I went out to try to, to take more stuff. So, 
Right. Okay. So it's ongoing. Is there anything else that you do to, to better your skills and, you know, taking those perfect shots? Yeah. So I ended up having to get a uh, license for it actually. So with it being right now with the canvas, uh, but there are other transformative skills you can use with the drone, but you have to be licensed in order to do it. Um, so what it's called, it's called a part 107 license and pretty much you learn about ins and outs of flying a drone. And then you learn a lot about air traffic control, different air spaces around airports where you can and cannot fly, uh, you know, safety, the, oh, the best safety practices with, with yeah. flying a drone. So all um, the things that I never would have thought about flying a drone. And I, yeah. I think a lot of people out there, all the things you just listed that just mm-hmm. was not even in my, <laughs> well, my, I mean, you're in real estate, right? So, uh, a big part of, uh, drone culture is taking real estate photography and videography. Right. And I remember another one of my buddies and I had it, he was like, yeah, we should take, you know, you should help me take videos and photos of properties. And I was like, yeah, for sure. But I just, I couldn't figure out how I would be able to do that because certain yeah. homes are in certain airspaces and it right. won't even let you fly in those airspaces. Yeah. But you have to have the license in order to fly in those airspaces. The so license. Okay. like imagine a house near LAX that is for sale, right? Yeah. That's a, you can't fly. You, you wouldn't, you know, you just common sense thinking like you wouldn't think you should be able to fly a drone near yeah. Right. LAX. But if you have the license, if you get the proper authorization from air traffic control and you let them know when you're going to be there, da, 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 da. it's a very complicated process that I haven't been through yet myself, mm-hmm. then you you can make it happen. So yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Something something good for for people coming up to really do a little bit more research than maybe they thought they would have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are uh, what type of scenic views do you focus on in your business? You know, right now I'm focused on what's immediately around me. Um, so in Southern California, obviously a lot of beaches, a lot of ocean types of views, but I need to I first, you know, diversify the types of views I'm getting. So I'm hoping to, to find some uh, drone friendly national parks to visit, to get, you know, kind of woodland views and things like that, top down tree shots. One that I'm really trying to get eventually. And then, yeah, one of these days I want to take a nice trip, you know, I want to take a nice trip out of my comfort zone and find a really unique area that, uh, that you're able to fly. And others, there's been one I've been thinking about in Arizona, actually. I think it's, mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. It's like Sedona canyons and things canyons. like that. Right. So, you know, right now, a lot of ocean things, but ultimately the goal is to, to kind of broaden out and get a, a little bit of everything. Right. Do you have any favorite locations that you like to shoot from or? I think right now my favorite has been um, Laguna Beach. Very open airspace, right? Uh, yeah. Easier to to fly the drone and then just really nice views at the end right. of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. California has some some amazing locations. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's almost unlimited, you know, with either you go from one side to the other, from the east to the west. There's just so many different views that you can you can take advantage of. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, you mentioned, you know, maybe doing different, you know, real estate shots. Are there any other avenues in business uh, that, you know, being a drone pilot can take you? Yeah, I've also, there's, and I'll have to, I'm going to have to look more into it. But as I had been studying for 
that part 107 test, like, you know, real estate is a big part of it. Also, it seems like agriculture is a big mm-hmm. part of it too, right? Yeah. So a lot of some of the example test questions that we I was getting were like, you know, you've been hired by farmer A to take pictures of this square footage of land, right? Because yeah. they, I guess whatever top-down views helps them realize how much space they act. I don't understand it hundred percent yet, um, yeah. but agriculture is a way um, it seems like it, it, it just kind of goes hand in hand with yeah. helping them develop land better slash, you know, plant yeah. more specifically, I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, there's definitely more to it than meets the eye inspections of towers or, you know, very high objects that yeah. you wouldn't normally be able to get to, you know what I mean? Uh, is big too. You know, you're you're able to fly, weather permitting, you're able to fly about 400 feet above ground level with the drone. Yeah. But if you're inspecting like a actual object, you're able to fly 450 feet above that as long as you're within a 400 mile radius of it. Radius, yeah. So, you know, inspection of, of uh, objects as well is something that people use it for, but like I said, I'm learning a lot every day. Like there's, yeah, I can tell. It seems to be a new emerging thing that's happening, and also there's, I know, I mean, I've just seen commercials and things like that. I know UPS, Amazon, FedEx. Like I know there's room for drones being integrated in delivery services too, right? Absolutely. Like payloads to to. Uh, I think the example I saw was you know the guy pulls up in a neighborhood, he you know parks his car on the side of the street and then he flies the drone through the roof of the truck and then boom drops here comes back boom drops here boom, boom, <laughs> drop. and so yeah with the world yeah. kind of revolutionizing the way things are happening it seems like they will be integrated it's like everyday life eventually yeah, yeah so. and it just seems like the options are just they're so broad yeah you know, it's not just one avenue where it seemed like in the past when it first started but it's just so broad and i know like the government you know they use drones so it's Mm-hmm. It can, it can take you probably wherever you want to go. Right. Yeah. So what is, um, what, what's one thing that you wish you knew before starting your business? One thing I wish I knew was that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. You know, like I think, uh, we all have a tendency to try to do things on our own, especially in an entrepreneurial mindset. But the more and more I kind of opened up to people about the, what I was trying to do, the more and more I was able to get good feedback and help me get closer to where it is now yeah you know and without those without admitting those faults or lapse in my knowledge i would have ever got the feedback to, to help get better or even the ideas to to go to different places and things like that so look yeah. at ask for help like if you if you have the idea go for it but don't be afraid to get people's input don't be afraid to yeah get feedback to, right? to get feedback yeah. yeah i think i think more people want to help one another than than ever before, you know, and I, yeah. I just think that a lot of people, especially people that, you know, they may have, you know, the connections that you're looking for or the experience, they have no problem sharing. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes we may get in our own heads, starting our own businesses, thinking that, you know, no one else wants to help me. This is just all me, but that's, I think it's completely opposite. Mm-hmm. And I think you actually end up getting back more when you end up giving yeah. than than trying to just trying to, you know, hoard information or, you know, hoard your skills, giving to someone else, you actually end up getting a lot in return. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Now, do you offer any type of customizations uh, with your canvases? Yeah, um, that's the biggest thing that I've gotten questions about is customization. So right now, the goal is to to just go where they're thinking, right? Yeah. <laughs> to go where they're <laughs> thinking. Um, but eventually, the goal is to grow it into a kind of some thing that they could submit and then I could, you know, have printed. So yeah, I have a buddy that wants, he wants images of, um, we both went to Long Beach state. So, uh, the pyramid is called, it's like the, the basketball gym, volleyball gym oh, is yeah. called the, the pyramid. Uh-huh. It's like the big blue pyramid. Yeah. Um, so he wanted a nice picture of that, but it's interesting, right? Cause yeah, that's, that's in a space where I'll have to get clearance to be, I believe, because it's like right near the Long Beach airport. Mm-hmm. Um, not in proximity, but in landing zones for airplanes that are heading north. So yeah. y'all have to, you know, I'll have to actually do sit down and do the numbers on it and get the yeah. right authorizations to actually fly there. But I have a buddy that's flown there before. So I'll probably, again, ask for help. <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah, you know, exactly. what is your experience <laughs> to, to fly in this area? Because I know he's gotten pictures before over there. Yeah. So that's awesome. So someone can contact you and say, I want, I want a picture of of this or a video of this, you know, for the canvas, or it would be obviously a a picture print and, you know, then you can get with them and coordinate and figure out what angle they want, um, Mm -hmm. what shot, how large or how small of a, of an angle that they want to get. I think that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen that too much with, with print companies, you know, it's kind of Mm -hmm. what you see is what you get. And I really like that you're incorporating the fact that you can, take an idea and, mm-hmm. and just run with it and work with them on a one-on-one yeah. basis. Yeah. yeah definitely. What do you say to people, you know, looking to start their own business? Depending on what it is, uh, especially with how connected things are, Shopify is so powerful. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it's, it's really, it, it makes it, it lowers the barrier to entry to starting like an online business in yeah. a lot of ways and they have a lot of different ways to um to support your growth right. so they have community events uh i know i'm, I'm in la so they have a, a, a home base in la you can and you can go do free community events and learn different things about the online store you can take your store in there and get a free like website audit because yeah. you know that, that those are the free kind of services they offer and then they also offer like community forum or blog type of thing right? right where people ask questions and and things like that and shopify is so full of different apps that it supports pretty much every business like a lot of businesses that you wouldn't think are shopify stores are shopify stores yeah and it's nuts to, to think about i don't know i watched a video the other day and pharrell williams his right his skincare line the the human made skincare is a shopify store oh wow like I think one of the Kardashian stores is a Shopify store. It's obviously at a higher tier because they're, you know, extremely wealthy, <clears throat> extremely <laughs> yeah. wealthy. But Shopify is just so powerful. I think Jimmy Butler's coffee brand is a, is a Shopify store, technically. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Allbirds, but it, it's like a shoe company there. That's mm-hmm. a, it's just crazy to see how many stores are actually Shopify stores in them in the back end so i would really explore going with them and then they even have different ways to you have to meet certain criteria but if you're interested in funding they have different ways to fund right like if if your store gets to a certain area where they think they're willing to invest they can they'll offer you you know three different offers with three three different levels of 
percentages to give back. It's called Shopify Capital. That could help you do a lot, right? If you, if you don't yeah. have the funding or if you don't have the, uh, maybe if you don't have the credit because it's not, they don't go through a credit check too either. So it's, it's, it's a very powerful tool. So I would, if you're interested in doing it, if you have yeah. an idea, I would start with Shopify. Definitely research with Shopify. Were, were they the yeah. first ones that you considered or did you consider other platforms as well? I considered Shopify and I considered Wix. Um, yeah, Wix is a pretty popular Wix one. Wix is too. a popular one too, but mm-hmm. the more and more I got into it and then I ended, ended up going to like a networking event and this guy was like, no, you have to do Shopify. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I'll just take him at his face value. And then, yeah, since what's then, the worst that can happen, right? What's just, the worst that can happen? Like, take him. He's, we're here. It's a very professional setting. He's giving me advice. Like, he has his store. I've seen his store. Okay, let me give it a try. And it helps. It, it automatically does shipping, it automatically does labels. It's super versatile and yeah. helpful for an entrepreneur trying to do an online business. That's great. That's great yeah. advice. And so for someone that maybe has a fear in starting a business, you know, they have all the ideas, they did the research, but fear is holding them back. You know, I don't know if that's something you experienced even starting your business. Um, What would you, what would you say for someone to overcome their fears and stepping out and creating their own, their own business, their own brand? What do they say? Like you, it's from, I think it's from Harry Potter. I'm a big Harry Potter nerd. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) He, He said something like, he said something like, without fear, you can't be courageous or something like that. Like, And I definitely was afraid before I started. And it's not like, you know, it's only a couple months in and yeah. you you start to see, you know, you've seen those commercials where they're like, anything to, like what happens when you buy a pair of shoes from Nike? And then what happens when you buy yeah. a pair of shoes from a small business? And like, you see the genuine happiness that they yeah. get from it. Like, even when people, I guess, like random people liking a post and like oh my god like yeah that, <laughs> like, the excitement felt, like, that you like get a, yeah the excitement that you get from it so you'll never you'll never be i don't know if you'll ever be 100 percent ready yeah, you know you definitely. just gotta be willing to to be courageous and and take that leap and take the um, leap yeah go for it at the end yeah. of the day especially if Absolutely. you've done some research and you have your idea like share it like definitely. just go for it just press publish like that's all I could do when I started mine I wasn't I didn't feel like I was ready I still don't feel like I'm ready yeah (laughs) and all I did was just press publish and then just started learning along the way because it's always going to be a learning process and Um, I think that fear like you said will go away like you're you're still I can tell you're excited you're passionate about your business you know every time someone comments on you know your media it, you know, kind of revives your passion again. Like, oh man, people yeah. are reaching out. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that right there, I think alone, just like you said, that will also help to reduce some of that fear mm-hmm. and and push it to the background. Once you start interacting with other people and getting mm-hmm. feedback, even something as simple as a like, you know, yeah. on, your, on your posts, you know, that really goes a long way and keeping you to, to push forward, right? I'll say it and I'll, I've probably been a little bit you know, not sensitive in the past with uh, seeing that go a long way. Like I've liked friends post them when they're doing something. I just kind of like, ah, I'm just doing it. But no, yeah. like on the, on the receiving end, anytime it's, I know it's so simple it's just to like, but anytime I see it, I'm like, oh yeah. man, like you said, it just rejuvenates that. Okay. All right. That gave, that gave me a little bit more motivation. Even I had a buddy last night who just, you know, shared one of my think posts to a story. And it was the, the timing was crazy because, you know, last night I wasn't really feeling the best about it. I couldn't really get into 
you know, my creative energies with creating posts. And he posted it at a time where I was kind of had a lot of stuff done. I was like, dude, you don't understand like how much that meant. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, like and the timing of it, it was crazy. Like I needed that encouragement. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate to that you know, starting a business, you, you know, you may start off, you know, it's kind of funny. Like I look back at some, some celebrities businesses that, that they, they start, you know, and if I look back on their posts, like some of the, and these are celebrities that have millions of followers and, uh, there is one in particular, I'm not going to name, name his name, but I, he had started a, I think it was a wine company mm-hmm. and you would think that the wine company would have the same millions of followers because everyone would then just gravitate toward his, towards his business. Cause they were already following his main page, but he didn't have that many followers. And then on top of that, I go back and look at the first few posts and there's maybe 10 or 13 likes. And, you know, it kind of just reminds you that, you know, it doesn't matter what your name is. Everyone's the same right? Everyone sometimes has to start from scratch, even in a new business, even if you have a larger platform and what we're feeling, they are real people too. They probably feel the same thing and it takes time to grow and it takes time to, you know, to, like you said, to see the, the fruits of your labor, you know, in, in the real world and in the business. And then, you know, eventually when it starts to grow, it's, I don't think you'll ever, you know, lose the passion. It's just going to, just keep pushing you to, to keep going forward. Cause you're not going to start off where everyone's going to see your, your business. Everyone's going to see your posts. Um, it, it takes time. It takes time to cultivate. Right. Yeah. So is there any other advice you, you know, you want to give to business owners, um, you know, as we, as we wrap up today, keep track of all your expenses, <laughs> keep, definitely keep, track of all your, <laughs> keep track of all your expenses, learn how to do the Excel stuff and just take things take mistakes that you make as you go take the wins that you have as you go is just part of the learning experience because it's always something to learn so absolutely that's great advice yeah money's important i mean the income is important but also like you said tracking expenses and keeping up with your your books is even more important yeah mm-hmm. and um, so how can how can customers reach out to you how can they find you to place an order yeah, so uh, website URL is skyviewcanvas.com. If you want to check out us, some of uh, the video content we have, or I have, it's on uh, Instagram at skyviewcanvas. Started a TikTok page for it, still uh, just skyviewcanvas. And I'm on Facebook too. And so. Facebook. So all your social handles are skyviewcanvas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then do you ship internationally or just in the US? Just in the US for now. But you know what's crazy you say that is I checked the other day. Uh-huh. And, you know, you get all this data from Shopify and I had 12, 13 sessions in the day and like yeah. five of them were from China, four of them were from Ireland. And I was like, how is that possible? So how did they even find me? How did they even find me? Like you obviously don't get, like, you don't know who they are or anything like that, but it just tells you like geographically where they're from. Yeah, and absolutely. Absolutely. It was just That's... very cool to see. And I was like, well, maybe, and maybe eventually I will have to figure that out. Uh, and Shopify does do that. So it's definitely a possible thing. Yeah, um, you just have yeah. to, you know, shipping rates are different overseas. Right. So it costs yeah. a little bit more money, but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So definitely international is, is an option. If you see something you want to order, definitely go ahead and place the order and he can get it to you. And then I do like to leave my, my final interview with my tag question. 
um, what does live your luxe life mean to you, which is basically living your best life? For me, I think it's realizing that life is a learning process, right? Like you're always going to learn more things about yourself, about the things that you're doing and being okay with that. And that, especially in the way that the world is now, there's a lot of, a a lot of stuff happening, (laughs) Yeah, right. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of hurt out there. So just being a little bit more, uh, a little kinder to people, I think is always nice. And that it feels like things are so divided right now too. So yeah, for me, it's just being more accepting of people and realizing that my happiness is my own to cultivate and not associating my success or, you know, the things that I have going on with, with other people. And knowing that even though I can say that right now, that I'll fluctuate from times to time that yeah. where I'll feel confident in that and not feel confident in that and just being okay with the process of going through it all. So that's awesome. That's awesome. I think a lot of people can learn from that statement that you, that you feel and can definitely relate. Yeah. So I will definitely link all of Skyview Canvas's social media and website in the show notes and make sure that you follow Skyview Canvas on Instagram, go to his website to see all the different canvas prints that are available. And don't forget to subscribe and follow Live Your Lux Life wherever you get your podcasts. I want to thank you for joining us and hope you learned something new this week on Live Your Lux Life. Visit our website, liveyourluxlife.com to connect to our social media. Remember to follow our podcast and subscribe to us on YouTube and download our Roku channel. May we see you soon on our next episode with your host, Malia. If you would like to support the show, please consider becoming a premium member at premium.liveyourluxlife.com where you will join our community, participate in Ask Me Anything, and help the show to bring you weekly content.